0: 16 says I just whipped your ass. On to is over. Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. Jesse, the body, and hurrah. I'm Johnny B. Bad, the bad man, a world championship. When I first came to the WWE, women's wrestling was a joke. And I proceeded to single-handedly change everything. It's SummerSlam! I will be there for one reason, and one reason only. To see that justice is served.
1: It is now
2: time for Ring the Bell Radio, a wrestling podcast. It's the most erotic thing I've ever seen. Well, hello.
1: And I'm going to say again, why not? You're listening to Ring the Bell Radio, a wrestling podcast. Um, once again, Rabbi Barris is not here. He he messaged us earlier and says he has a cold. He's blaming it on the weather changes. Um, I'll actually believe it this time. Um, and as the king will say here after we get of his introduction, after he hears his pomp and circumstance, he'll probably agree with me. But anyway, um, now I give you the, mag- the magnificent, magnanimous. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I think I'm tapped out on this one. The king of all wrestling and ring the bell radio. Please stay 5 feet behind the uh the the rope. All right, screw it. I don't know what I'm saying. Here he is, King Logan.
2: My God, but I, I I just need to start writing these intros down for you.
1: I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's
2: just like, oh, uh, you know, stand over there, or oh, here's a can. What's that? It's a kitty cat, King Logan. That's random. <laughs> Hello, my magnanimous and amazing fans. Welcome back once again to Ring the Bell Radio. A hey, red, I read that. Uh-huh. One of those arrested <laughs> wrestling... No, that was part of it. Shut up. I didn't oh, okay. I didn't okay. screw up. That was part of it. You see, oh. you broke it now. A wrestling podcast with me, King Logan. <laughs> oh now you just fried me off of you're laughing. You're laughing. <laughs> I've just it's a night. I tell Are you it, okay.
1: It's, it's been a long on?
2: week. Oh my god, it's been a long week
1: what is this i see it. i see it what is that an owl behind you blinking blinking its eyes
2: yeah yeah it's my halloween owl. oh okay your halloween owl yeah okay good. yeah i'll give you know respect to the oh hello what
1: king logan has done is he's decorated his uh box and it's very excuse me it's very um is it is it proper to say festive with halloween decorations yeah, you could say festive. You could say festive with Halloween. I know you say festive at Christmas time, but okay, it's very spooky with the Halloween
2: decorations. But there I like There you go. I like them. There you, you know. go. It's, I got my crepe paper or my creepy paper, as they call it in what they do in the shadows. Great series. If you don't watch that, you need to watch it. It is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious.
1: I stopped listening. What were you saying?
2: Yeah. Continue on with the show. <laughs> King Logan, this is the American dream, Dusty road.
1: And what I want to talk to you is about the Widowmaker of Bear Windham. Now, do you know why? People have been asking me why he'd be called the Widowmaker. You see, cowboys, cowboys would ride bulls. And then you have all those bulls that the cowboys are riding. But you only had one bull that couldn't be rode, And you know what that was called? The Widowmaker, because that was the baddest bull of them all. And then you have Bear windham Bear windham the Widowmaker. That's why he was called the Widowmaker. But then you'd have another cowboy who'd want to be the baddest cowboy of them all. And he's he would walk into that rodeo and say, Let me ride the baddest bull here. And that was known as the Widowmaker, because that's the bull that couldn't be rode. So that cowboy would go ride that bull, and that bull would kick his ass i say there baby and that bull would come out and go that bitch just tried to ride me and guess what now his wife is a widow hence the widow maker because none of those brother wrestlers would could could wrestle Bell in them he was the widow maker wow
2: Wow. And
1: sometimes, so, you know, sometimes they just don't do those those rodeos down in Texas. They do them down in Abilama sometimes, too.
2: You know, I get all right. All the time I get stuff screamed at me for going off topic. All right. Or, or talking about random stuff. Yeah. Here's your sign.
1: What's random about it? It's Dusty Rhodes. It's about wrestling. He was talking about Barry Windham.
2: Why are we talking about Barry Windham?
1: Because. Why not?
2: I'm going to see where this goes. (laughs) I'm going to roll with it.
1: No, this is a wrestling show, and that had something to do with wrestling. Did it not? It was Dusty Rhodes. Barry Windham, wrestlers. need more drugs. <laughs> um, but you know what we can't do this week because Rabbi is not here. Can't
2: read the mail.
1: We can't read the mail. So, ladies and gentlemen, we—this is the second week in a row. No, this is the third, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. I Rabbi know, second, wasn't with us second, second, because Rabbi wasn't with us the last show. Um. Because uh, I, I like us all to be here, to hear when we get fan mail this good. And it's from our friend Brian, which we haven't heard from in a couple of years. I don't think. i excited. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. So we, we got to wait another week. We got to wait until uh, the rabbi Barris is uh, returned. This is bullshit. I know. I mean, I, 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 wanna, I specifically didn't share this with you guys beforehand. You know how we usually uh, all read this. Uh, the fan mail that we're going to put yeah. on on the air. But this one I specifically didn't r- uh, share with you guys because I want to get your guys, especially you, King. I want to get your genuine reaction. OK, so uh, next time. But there is something I wanted to ask you.
2: Ask have, you
1: have you ever seen. The Ric Flair Jay Lethal woo off. I don't think I have. Okay, so this was a number of years back. I want to say, uh, I have the date here. This was from, actually, June of 2010. This was when Rick Flair uh, was in uh, TNA Wrestling. Okay. And uh, you know who Jay Lethal is. Uh, uh, Black Machismo. Yeah. You know, so. Who we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, back, yeah, um, I'm going uh, uh, to, there, there's a couple of minutes leading up before this, but I'll just, I'll just explain it to you. Where Rick Ric Flair and AJ Styles is still on TNA at the time. Okay. Okay. So Ric Flair has this, there's the stable, um, and Ric Flair's not their manager. He's kind of, the, the whole story is he's kind of grooming these wrestlers to be the best of the best, you know, yeah, that, that they're the, they're the top dogs. Each one of them has the title. They're the best technical wrestlers. Sort of like the old four horsemen was. Okay.
2: Mm. Well, or
1: coming. Yes. Or evolution, but more more so the horseman, because he actually references the horsemen. Okay. But he's doing that on purpose because he has them all coming out very GQ, all in their suits. Remember what the horsemen did, yeah, Rick yeah. Flair did, and all that with their with their with their glasses, their Rolexes. So it's emulating the horsemen. But Rick Flair's coming out and telling all these guys in the ring, you got to be the best of the best. You guys got to stick together you gotta you you got to do everything you got to watch each other's backs but he makes it a point to say okay guys it's not the horseman this isn't the horseman but you could be you could be like the horseman if you have that mindset so on and so forth right Mm -hmm. so apparently Jay lethal has been like a thorn in their side for a couple of weeks now and Jay lethal did black machismo where he was emulating the macho man. But now he was to the point where he was, he was acting like Ric Flair and he sounded like Ric Flair. So he would go around going, I'm Rick Flair," you know, and, and it was a great gimmick, great gimmick. Cause he'd come out in his suits and everything and doing the woo and all that. So what it is, is Ric Flair has all these gentlemen in the ring. And he was just doing everything I was saying. He was telling the crowd, you know, these these guys are the best of the best, but it's not the horsemen, but they're going to act like the horsemen be the best. Which leads up to Jay Lethal walking out. Okay. And I'm going to bring this up on our monitor here. Um, so we could watch it and we could comment on it as we're watching it. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds okay. So, clear. so, yes, I'm going get, to uh, get it up here on the screen. Uh-oh. Uh wrong button, wrong button. There we go. All right. Is it up there on the monitor? I can't see it.
2: I could say, I can see it. Oh, yep. is it up there?
1: Okay. Yeah. We got to we gotta angle this TV in here so I can actually see what we're putting up there. Or is that a you doing? So because it's notice it's pointed right at you.
2: Yeah, because you know? I, I wanna see it. <laughs> so okay, so here
1: we go. This is gonna pick up where you see Rick Flair is uh that's James Storm over there, and he's talking to AJ Styles, and then we're gonna see Lethal come out, okay? So here we go.
0: Jay Lethal, a little pissant from New Jersey, beat the fit.
2: It's nice to hear smaller arenas where you can yeah. hear like
1: the reverb of the crowd. Of Lethal, now he sounds like Rick when he Rick starts talking. There, okay, he's,
2: he's been walking action. like Rick.
0: <laughs> hear that punk right there say anything about the four horsemen?
2: Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah.
1: He sounds like a
0: greatest group of men to ever grace God's green earth.
1: He does sound like I it. That. Look at Rick.
0: Because as far as I'm concerned, it looks like the horsemen were here. They took a dump in the ring, and they left that.
1: (laughs) There's AJ. Wow. I I
0: had the privilege to be on the road, up and down. Late nights, parties, kissing the girls, and making them cry. (laughs) Yeah. with the horsemen you guys as far as i'm concerned are no horsemen that is disrespectful to me and this wrestling
2: business <laughs> you rick flair wants to laugh oh, so bad what did you say i said that you, you can see rick flair wants to laugh yeah so bad like, he's just like, try. He's got his mouth open because he just, if he closes it, he's going to be smiling. It, right. It's good. Let's continue.
0: Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? Why would you, nature boy, not that piss at Jay Lito.
2: And Rick's just getting undressed. Right. His friend come is shoeing him. Let's
0: see what you got. You can let's throw. see Let's see what you got. You come on, come on, away, Rick. come on. Let's see what you got. You, you want? You want to see something? Yeah. Let me show you something. I want to see it. My friend's got one shoe on, by the way. Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah. See it? yeah. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> He is driving <laughs> for that nuts. Right there is the greatest you thing can't you can do I've ever seen. Me. You can't be me. You can't do me, and I'm cutting you off right now. You're cutting You're me cut off. off. Yeah. You don't cut me off. Woo. Hey, don't you start that with me. Woo. Woo! No, oh my line. God! Big man! Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't you be upset because they tore Old Space Mountain down. Don't be upset. But hey, because of hey, because, like, hey, Rick, oldest ride, it. oldest ride, longest line. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Well, Rick, <laughs> thanks to me.
1: Through another shoe.
0: See what you got, man. Let's see what you got. The you oh. what, <laughs> this this is The other shoe drum. You don't want to bet. You want come to see bring up there. You don't want to come to the ring right now. Woo! 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 This thing I've ever you seen. You got nothing, limited <laughs> riding, <laughs> Rolex word, kid feeling. Brother, watch this, girls. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. You hit me. Woo. H- yeah, you, honey. That ride has been shut down long enough. Thank shut you to me. your hey. mouth. Jesus
1: so that was pretty much the woo off they just go in the talking back and forth there with this guy that you're seeing but that was the rick flair woo off <laughs> and the look
2: on your face that is probably the most comical thing i've ever seen <laughs> like rick flair trying to outdo someone doing rick flair like it just it's awesome
1: i never thought about it that way rick flair trying to outdo someone doing Ric rick flair. flair
2: that's exactly oh. what it is johnny lethal is awesome it, it just he sounds like him he has the connotations of how he talks like him the hand movements just it it is great it is great i loved him when he was black machismo as well because his macho man is so good, but this that that's just so good. It's so much fun. Like, Rick's trying not to laugh his ass you off. You can see it. You can and see then, it. At the end, he's just like so into it. He's bright red, it's like fantastic. So, <laughs> so shoes at him. It's Jay Lethal great.
1: elbow drops his coat. Oh, my God. So what happened was Jay Lethal, for some reason, Rick's like, yeah, I want to see it. Jay Lethal throws his sport coat down, does the Ric Flair strut, does the Ric Flair strut back and elbows his coat. Then Ric Flair goes and elbows the wrestling ring. Then they get up and they start going (laughs) limousine riding, jet flying. No, that's me. Oldest ride. I'm Space Mountain. The look on your face was fantastic.
2: See, I love crazy shit like that that you see in wrestling.
1: So when I told you about this off the air, I said, we're going to watch a Ric Flair woo off. What was going through your mind? The king's coughing over there. He turned off his microphone. Always look on the bright side of death.
2: Oh, excuse me. I was laughing. I was like coughing.
1: You were cough laughing?
2: Yeah. Laughing.
1: Because I told oh. you we were going to watch a woo-off, the Ric Flair J Lethal woo-off, and this is the look you gave me all well, right like,
2: it, I, like when you said jay lethal i was calling him johnny lethal um i knew who you were talking about yeah so when when you ha- talk about jay lethal it's always going to be something hilarious and um so i'm like it's gonna be fun but how how well is rick flair gonna do on it so i was going into it worried yeah it worked out perfect <laughs> it works out cuz Rick just goes into full Rick Flair mode like just not taking any more shit I'm Rick Flair it was great Did
1: you hear Rick Rick Flair wants to wrestle again
2: Yeah like dude did you, you hear like, that come on yeah so, You know what, I saw 75 I saw, now I, th- I think
1: 74 75 and he was supposed to have what his last he had his last match what last year and mm-hmm. um you know
2: everyone went to it
1: yeah but it couldn't obviously it wasn't a singles match he had to do a tag team um and then he was when you know he didn't look too good during that but he wants another match he's 74 years old and he wants to try to do one more match again his his 57th last match yeah or whatever it is you know i mean who would do it? Who would promote it?
2: Who would carry it? I don't he, see. Here's the problem. It's it's all fun and game saying that you know he wants to do this, but it it comes down to if the insurance company are going to cover him. Because if you're not insured, you cannot wrestle.
1: Yeah, I mean, but WWE or wouldn't do it. I don't think. Well, you never know now. I doubt it. I doubt it. It it would have to be, it would still be a national organization, but it would be a couple of tiers down. And I don't mean anything disrespectful with this by saying this, but I say I could see like an NWA doing it. Yeah. Something like that. Or impact doing it. Someone who's a little lower. I hate doing that, but it's the truth. They're a little lower on the tier. Of course, you never know with Tony Khan now. He might say, yeah, come on, Rick Flair. Come on in. We'll do it. You know.
2: See, I think the problem is, realistically, if WWE isn't going to do it straight up, just for insurance reasons, they wouldn't. Um, but if, if it was ever a dream like that to have happen, insurance wasn't the issue, I don't think WWE would do it because... Rick looks old. It's not like Hogan. Hogan still looks like Hogan. He
1: looks his age, though, but he still looks like Hogan.
2: Yeah, you get what I mean? Rick is not in good shape. You can tell in the ring he's not in good shape. No one would want to wrestle him. It's not like Michael's. Like back, you know, when he did the the career end with Rick there, you know, it's not like that. He's too too old to give a proper match. You'd have to be a a tag team again.
1: Yeah, there he is. That was him from his last match right there.
2: Yeah, I mean, he does not look in good shape whatsoever. And you're going to, I hate to say it, but, you know, we're in the PG era. We're still there, you know. They're not gonna put an old man getting beaten up in the ring. It's, uh, yeah, not this it's, day and age. Yeah, not 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 this day and age. He looks too old now. Coming back as a manager, that kind of thing as a character, perfectly acceptable.
1: You know, maybe- look at this one right here, the one on the on the right. Yeah, see that he just. I mean, I hate saying it like this, but he, he looks
2: bad he looks like he, he looks like a grandfather like picture in your mind what you think a granddad looks like an older guy you could tell his age white hair he, he looks like someone's granddad now can you see roman reigns spearing him like you would get people call you get people calling the police for elderly abuse <laughs>
1: I was just going to say Roman would take care of him and not hurt him.
2: You know, probably ask him to join the bloodline.
1: Can you imagine that match? Take Ric Flair from like 1990 against Roman
2: Reigns. Think of that for a minute. Yeah, but it's going to be, be, it's, it's be Reigns like last three year reigns, not just like Reigns overall.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Roman Reigns of now,
2: of today, so the tribal chief yeah I can him ah uh, I have really? to, yeah. yeah I gotta because here's the simple thing whenever I hear that Roman reigns music, I'm on the edge of my seat
1: see okay, I think me and you've talked about this wWF has backed themselves into a corner that they can't get out of right now with with him having the belt as long he's what had it three years now. Well, no,
2: Bruno and Bruno fifty something days now.
1: Yeah. Bruno and Bob Backlund. Those were the days you, they held the, the guy has held it for four or five years. Yeah. Okay. But this day and age, and I, I don't, I don't mean to sound like a hypocrite, but this day and age, what have I always said? They got to leave the belt on the guy for a while. Okay. Now if it, if it's like a year, okay. Uh, sometimes even old school was sometimes, you know, if you go back to the golden era and even when we were kids, sometimes it would be like six months, a guy would drop, it would have a belt. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Six, six, eight months. Okay. Um, in a year that was like, whoa, you know, after when, when you got into that time, it was a year was a long time. But I think they backed themselves in the corner, which th- they don't know how to get the belt off of them. Well, you know, did you? Who are you going to have beat them right now? L.A. Knight. Would you give it to L.A. Knight? Then you know they're they're facing at the crown jewels, right?
2: They're facing. They're not.
1: That- they're not going to drop the belt there. That's a throwaway match. They're not going to drop the belt there. The only reason I'm thinking of this L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, what do they used to, used to do in house shows?
2: Test the wars.
1: Let's test the water. I, th- I think this is the one they're testing the waters. And then maybe down the road, L.A. Knight wins the Rumble. L.A. Knight goes to face Roman Reigns at Mania. I think th- I think they're testing it right here to see how it goes.
2: I, I can right so no, that's
1: that's my guess. I'm picking my rumble winner right now. Okay. LA Knight. I have I, up until the bell rings to change it. And I know I, that's a number of months yep. away, but LA Knight. That's that's what I'm going with. LA Knight's gonna win the rumble. He's gonna face Roman at Mania.
2: I think from everything that what's happened storyline wise for the past like six months i think and rumor and innuendo is roman is desperate to take a break yeah desperate like he's got kids you know he wants to spend time with family and he's looking at a sizable chunk of time away like six months to a year
1: yeah he deserves it
2: yeah so
1: he's been running hard for three years now.
2: If you're going to drop the title to anyone in, in in WWE right now, who would you drop it to?
1: If you had to ask me right now, I'd say Rhodes. Rhodes? If, if if it was going to be right now, I would say give the strap to Rhodes. But if Roman can hang out until Mania, I like how my little scenario
2: is, is going on there. See, I'm kind of seeing it like the opposite way. Huge upset. LA Knight wins, okay? Gets the belt. It shoots LA Knight into the stratosphere, okay? Cody wins the rumble. Or Cody challenges him straight up or whatever. Or it's freeway. Cody wins off him at Mania.
1: That's what you're saying?
2: Yeah, because think about it. He's Reigns has already beaten him once, and then kind of he drifted off for a good amount of time. If they have Cody beat Reigns again, it's pretty much everyone knows that Rhodes is going to walk out with a belt. Okay? You, You can't pull two firecrackers like that. So... The way I see it is you drop it to L.A. Knight, test the waters with him being a champion. He has it for six months, maybe. And then he's a transitional winner. When he gets to Mania, he takes on Cody. Now they can judge it from there as well. Is L.A. Knight still as hot as he was? Does he deserve to keep the belt on him? If he does, let him win. If not, you've got Cody there as a backup.
1: There's a take, good scenario
2: right yeah, there. To take the championship and then carry it forward. So I think they learned their their lesson with Roman the first time around when he became champion. Because he was stuffed down your throat all the time. He was. And people hated that. LA Knight has naturally grown. The crowd has put him in this position. And they haven't had that. For a long time, yeah, Cody gets a raise out the crowd as well, but Cody came in like elite top level. You know, LA Knight was a mid-carder six months ago. Now he's a main event, uh, a Crown Jewel, taking on Roman Reigns. That's incredible, and that's simply because the crowd have got behind him. So they're hoping put the belt on him, see if it gets. Like rock or stone cold level of uh, of craziness. If it does right. keep it on him. If it doesn't, it, it teeters out. Drop it to Cody. Simple as. Roman gets his time off. Cody can be there to to put the rub on LA Knight. LA Knight could you know finally give a title to Cody. Boom boom. Well, Cody could finally get a title from LA Knight. So I want to. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. So I'm kind of thinking they might drop it. Like, I want to oh. show
1: you something here. Uh, I discovered this the other day, and that's funny. We're talking about La Knight here. Um, that was—I never knew this. That was La Knight on season four of WWE Tough Enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, he. Was- I never knew that.
1: There he is, right there. Yeah, he
2: was on Tough Enough. He's actually been. He worked on and off for WWE for a while, but basically one of the background wrestlers, like the people who play security yeah. and stuff like that. And what they do sometimes, they either get employees or local wrestlers, they give out tickets to Raw and SmackDown, and they kind of put those people like on the front row, just as it kind of like turns out so they kind of pack that in a bit uh, and so no one can really have those seats so if they want to do an overt- a throw over the top they land on one of their guys instead of they land on a you know a, an actual person who paid ticket for it so he was he did that for a, a lot of years and you can actually see him as a youtube video and they kind of tracked la night through like the years unlike where he got caught on camera and stuff it's pretty funny Ingenial. you
1: know where else he got caught on camera you know he he was in impact wrestling too yep and you know who he was with in impact wrestling go on it's coming up
2: oh that's mr uh, paul bearer
1: it's paul bearer so i don't know i think they were uh, he paul bearer was his manager
2: See, that's just when Paul Bearer did his. He has a that. link to the taker. That's look at why that. I like him so much. <laughs>
1: I knew you were going to like that, but look yeah. at that. Oh, yes. This is my. He wasn't LA Knight over there. I think he was like Eli Drake or something. Yeah. Um, LA Knight was known as Eli Drake at Impact Wrestling, where he became a massive star thanks to his excellent promo skills and in ring work. Yeah. Paul Bearer managed many legends during his career, and he also had a brief stink managing L.A. Knight. Yeah. Or E. Lie Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. So, now, so okay, so we have our preliminary scenarios right now. We we have to revisit this in a little while to see if we still think that's going to be the path. You know what I mean? And we've got to ask the, the Rabbis what he thinks. And he'll just—he'll probably go. You know, hey, 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 Rabbi. You know, who do you think's gonna be the champion? Who do you think's gonna be the the to be beat beat Roman Reigns? And you know who he'll he'll say? He'll go. Yeah, yeah I think um um. Yeah, da, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> we'll be like, really? He'll be like. Dar. actually no. <laughs> wow. No, no, actually, actually, it won't be more like dar. It'll be like, well, hey, both. I think, I think Shayna Baszler is gonna beat Roman Reigns. Dar. <laughs> wow. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, both. Both. Shayna Baszler is going to beat Roman Reigns and have the strap. Bolf, you hear me, Bolf? Yeah, that's what he'll say.
2: See, this is a good test to see if he actually listens to the show. You know,
1: but I Shayna Baszler there, King. You he know. does love Shayna. He does. He does. Bolf, Bolf I love Shayna Baszler.
2: You know the funny thing, all right? We were watching... What's
1: that, both? What's that?
2: Wife and I were watching SmackDown last night, and Charlotte Flair was on it. And um, she was fighting... I think she was fighting Shayna Baszler, actually, or something like that. No, Bas- yes, guys. Baszler's
1: a good guy again, I think, right? Yeah, she's kind of yeah. like
2: an anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, Charlotte comes out, and I always go. It's she loves Charlotte like J D will tell you as well. She loves Charlotte to death. She she,
1: she does. She does. And Charlotte. What have I always said? Charlotte's a good wrestler. Wife, my wife. Uh, the when we when she first saw Charlotte Flair, we were watching a rumble. I think it was the rumble right before COVID, and she went, "Oh my god, she is beautiful."
2: That's what my wife said. But the funny thing is, I was going to quote you there because Mandy was like, man, she's stunning. (laughs) It's Charlotte Flair. I don't, I don't, I don't don't see see that. You know why?
1: Because I see Rick. I see too much of Rick.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I can see Rick in here as well. But it's like, I don't, I don't watch the women's wrestling to see the body stuff, I, I watched. Oh, come entry. on. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. Yes. So,
1: I know. I actually say, remember, remember, I turned you on to the women's wrestling a few years back. And I'm like, you really got to start watching the women's wrestling. And what do you always say? You're like, mm, okay. And then you were hooked. Yeah.
2: You were hooked. I would totally admit it.
1: Granted, they're nice to look at too, some of them. But no, I will agree with you there. There, there was a, there was a few years now, I think it's sort of, it toned down a little, but there was a good two, two years, two, almost three years where those, you couldn't touch them women's wrestling matches, Mm -hmm. especially on the pay-per-views. You know, we, we would say that every time we'd be like, dude, it's the women's, the women's rumble was better than the men's. This women's match was better than that one.
2: That's why I look forward to women's matches, but it's like you know when when they're wrestling i lose all cognitive kind of view on the feminine body and i just look at the wrestling move it's very weird i understand i I think i'm so hyper focused on the wrestling that 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 doesn't matter to me it's the move itself that matters to me um but yeah I i was about to say i was Remember when you told me about Shannon the first time when she saw her, and I was like, "Mandy was just like, she's stunning," and I was like, "I yeah. guess it's a thing. I guess the lady is just like Charlotte. Well, okay. you
1: you know who I saw, you know who I've always been real sweet on, um, Kelly Kelly. Modern day wrestling. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Active. Women's wrestler. You know who I've always been real sweet on, right? No.
2: Rhea Ripley. Oh, Ripley. Did you forget? No, I was thinking about... Don't worry man. No, no, no,
1: no. (laughs) Kelly Kelly, you were right with Kelly Kelly, but I'm talking about active right now.
2: Okay, okay. So Ripley, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was always real sweet on Ripley. And then uh, a couple years back when they were here uh, for Monday Night Raw, that I went down to and that's the show I actually left me. My b- friend actually left early cause it was so bad, but we saw the women's match and Ripley was there and I'm just like, Oh my God, she is gorgeous. Like seeing her in person was just like, think of the old Looney tunes when, when, when the, when the, the wolf would see the pretty lady and just, Hong. yeah. The jaw would be on the ground. That was every dude there when you saw her in person. You know.
2: But yeah. Funny thing is when Ripley's on Raw or SmackDown, me and the wife judge her by what hair she yeah. has that day. She
1: changed her hair a lot. Yeah. yeah. So
2: like when she had like the I, I hated the slick back short hair. But it worked. it worked for the character. I just yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know it's not my preference. But um she had hair like a few probably a main, uh, probably a pay-per-view a couple of uh, months back. And uh, Maddie was like, I really like her hair today. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah. I'm like, why are we talking about Ray Ripley's hair?
1: <laughs> but she's another one that people forget. She's, <sighs> and you know what I mean when I'm talking about this. She's hot right now. Yeah. Like she's, but, pe- but she's kind of getting lost in the mix, but mm-hmm. she's hot as in like your p- people love to hate her right now. LA Knight is right on. He's so over. Ripley's over. You know, which just reminded me with our little our two little scenarios there. We we might have came up with those um all for nothing because guess who's coming back soon? Ugh. Randy Orton.
2: Yeah, I, well
1: they're gonna throw Randy in there. Yeah, Randy can win the can rumble in a mix. Yeah, Randy can win the rumble. I think his time is, is pass is passe for having the strap though.
2: I don't know. Randy wants such a good wrestler though. I know he is, but and he's he's been in this what 20 he, years already? He just drip he doesn't look like he's been doing it for 20 years. He's
1: in his forties now.
2: Yeah, but he just drips I, I, charisma, man. But you you have Cody, you have Roman, you
1: have guys like Ella Knight. Randy doesn't need the strap. He doesn't need the strap to be over anymore. I think I I think that has that's passé. Now, if 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 this was a point where hey man, we don't have too many guys that are over right now and we only have a pool of of uh Roman Cody and Orton, like a, like three or four guys, um, then maybe, but I'm like, his time for the strap is
2: passe. He doesn't need it. I disagree. Uh-huh. I think Randy, I think Randy is a great strap bearer. I think he could he could be cool because he can play it heel or he can play it baby face. He's very much like Seth Rollins like that, you know, and yeah, it, you know, you can just kind of bump the title off him when you don't need, don't need it anymore. When somebody else has got, you know, he can be a transitional champion. It doesn't matter. He's that good, even with the belt or, or without it. You know, he's still a great wrestler. Cause
1: Cena told, uh, let it be known why you you won't see the strap on him again. Uh, his, his body can't do it anymore.
2: Yeah. He's he, he's he, gonna, he's gonna retire out.
1: He's he, he, like he even said, he's like, he has a long-term contract, but he's gonna be, he is extremely part-time right now. Um, cause he said his body just, he couldn't handle that anymore. He's like, you can't put the mm-hmm. weight of the company on me again, where I gotta be in every town every night. You know, he's like, I can't do
2: it. Well, he's gonna wrestle, at um, crown jewel. Yeah. I can't remember who he's wrestling though. Gonna wrestle someone. Um, but well, yeah. No, he's, really. <laughs> the funny thing was, is he was on SmackDown last night and he was like, I hold a record, and he's like, it's it's not as cool as Roman's record. He's like two thousand and two days. He's like two thousand and two days is the last time I won in a singles contest like yeah 2018 yeah. or something like that so he doesn't want to end his legacy on you know that so oh. he's got to fight someone and win at crown jewel and then i think the other thing is as well as seen has been very active on smackdown for the past three four months now yeah. i don't know it's less than that it's like two months but the actors guild and the writers guild is coming to an end yeah. so the minute that strike kind of ends he's back to making movies this is kind of what he did to fill his time you know before the guild would come back to Who work knew how long and,
1: this was gonna last
2: exactly so i could see him winning something winning against someone at crown jewel and then gone maybe by december
1: so Right now, I'm on WWE's official website with the Crown Jewel. And we know it's uh, uh Roman versus L.A. Knight. Okay, we know that one. But there's only three matches right now, officially. Yeah. Uh, is the uh, Rhea
2: Ripley one on there?
1: Well, yeah, you have Seth Freakin' Rollins versus Mick Biscuits, Yeah. Drew, Drew McIntyre. And then you have uh, Real, for the wor- women's world title, Yeah, Ripley versus Nia Jax versus versus Baszler versus Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez, a fatal five way. Yeah, that's it. That's the card right now. Mm -hmm. So I know that's going to change. That's going to be added. I think that um, that
2: that Ripley match is fucking stupid. Is it stupid?
1: Stupid. Why is it stupid?
2: Ripley's going to win it. Yeah, I could see Ripley walking away with a title again, but
1: they're not going to change anything there.
2: That's what I'm saying. Here's the problem. When you have so many people in the ring, okay, like with a rumble, you get pulled to the move that's happening in front of you, okay? You kind of forget about the people laying on the ground or trying to pull the other people over the ropes, all right? Because there's enough people that it looks like there's always something happening. And you get pulled to, like, the middle of the ring to see the big moves happen, especially with striking camera angles. That is harder to do when you have more than two people. Like, three ways are even harder to do because someone always has to be out, All right? So now you're talking about three people now have to be out all the time. And it's sometimes it could be very jarring um, to have that. But I don't know. I just, I think it's dumb. I think straight up against Nia Jax or something like that would have probably been a better fight. You know, Raquel's lost against her. That sucks. Um, You know, practically everyone there's lost at some point against Ripley. Shoot match. Ripley versus
1: Jax. They're not working. They're shooting. They're they're going out there for real. I'm giving it to Ripley. You, so would I. Like I like, I actually thought about that one. I'm thinking if that was if they would go up out there and shoot, I'd give it to Ripley.
2: Yeah, I think Ripley would literally just punch straight in the face. She's tough. Yeah, she is. And she's you a know? strong, strong woman. As That's well. what I'm
1: saying. She's tough. She's very strong, you know? And then I read something right before we came on the air here that uh, I guess um, all the hater raid that Nia Jax was getting from the fans before her first release really was messing with her. Yeah. Like, for real. It wasn't it wasn't a work. Like, it was for real.
2: Like, it really messed with her. Like, with her head. So that's why she took the, the time off and then WWE fired her in the middle of it. Probably, yeah, something. Yeah. But yeah, so she, like, like she he took quite a lot of mental health issues, and then literally WWE ended her contract while she was off. Yeah. So.
1: And that's probably not helping that when she comes back, uh, people are you know it's been a couple of years, right? Well, she came back for that cup of coffee in the in the Rumble or something. Yeah. Last year, right? But that was just a one-off. Yeah. Um, before that, that had come- been
2: about a year before we saw. Yeah. her. Yeah.
1: And then um she comes back again and then you have all these fans that are just like what she has no like for real people were saying she has no business being there, she's just hurting everybody. Which she is hurting people. Is it on purpose? Probably not, but she works real stiff. Yeah, you, know?
2: you gotta be very malleable when you're a big person as well. See,
1: to be the professional is take take the earthquake. Look, look how big he was. Never hurt it, never hurt anyone. Yeah, that's that's where the art form and that's where the professionalism come in. Well, you
2: see, here's the other like, I hate now. To did say he knock it.
1: the wind out of somebody? Probably, well, but definitely, he didn't hurt, yeah. he didn't hurt him.
2: Uh, apparently, and I, ha- yeah, you know, I hate to say it, but Pipe Niven apparently is the same way. Like, I watch Pipe and Niven wrestle yeah do drop and i literally wince sometimes because the way she hits people looks so bad like it really does it looks like she hurts people apparently she doesn't apparently she's very good at shifting her weight so it makes good. it look bad but in theory it's not like no one has ever been hurt about her doing her like um her running like bum drop on them well, well, that's that, that there's the art form of it. She knows
1: what she's doing. Yeah. Yoko Yoko Never. Have you remember that Yokozuna documentary? Everyone that he worked with that was still alive. Okay. That sounds terrible. But everyone who was still alive that he worked with in the past said he was so professional. He never hurt. When you watch me take that bonsai drop, you would think, oh my God, I have crushed ribs. I have internal bleeding. He's like, he never hurt me once. Did he knock the wind out of me? Oh, hell yeah. But he never hurt me. He never intentionally did anything.
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's just nice. Just so, so wooden sometimes, or it's a bit of ring rust in there. I don't know, but like you come back, you hurt Ripley and you come back and you hurt, you know, rodriguez as well (laughs) in like a week of each other yeah like you know i don't know i i just think a five-way match is just this this there's just not enough it's there's there's not enough people to fill the the ring up like a rumble there's too little there, and you can blatantly see when the people are taking breaks. So, yeah, you know, it just kind of yeah. takes me out of the element. Uh, like uh, a free, a free mat, uh, a freeway match, like those are some of my <laughs> least favorite matches. You know, give me a tag team or give me a one on one. I'm happy with that. Freeway matches, again, same thing. Uh, there's a point where I'm like, where's such and such? Like, he's been out of the ring for, like, three minutes. So, you know, yeah. it takes me out of it sometimes. I don't yeah. Know. I would have preferred yeah. a girl. I think Ripley works great when she's one-on-one. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm your mammy. Mammy on top.
1: I'm your my. Can you do an Australian accent? No, since they're within the Since with their, your, you know, they're your brethren within the empire? Uh, no, I don't think I'm sorry. Can. Commonwealth. Commonwealth.
2: You go, you go, have a bit of a twang when you're talking like an Aussie. Okay. <laughs> so how
1: hard is it for, let me ask you something and then we'll get going here. Now that we're talking about accents, I met someone, an actor who played an Englishman in a movie and he had a very nice English accent, but when I met him, he was Irish. Okay, how hard? I mean, I, I, I didn't. How hard would it be for an Irishman to do an English accent? Not hard, at all. not hard at all.
2: No, I, again, accents are uh, uh, something you can imitate if you practice enough. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. So uh, you know, if you're if you're Irish, okay, and especially if you're living in Northern Ireland most of the media you're consuming is either from america or is from england so yeah. you know you'll constantly have those two accents in your ear all the time you just naturally are able to emulate it in the end it's the same way with like how you do arnold just you've seen him in, in movies so much you you can, the just, James, I'm arnold Schwarzenegger. see it's you know, accents can be learned easily. It's you us get to the chopper, it's just easier for mm. people to do some accents. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you do Dr. Gregory
1: House? I can't, you can't do House because he's in, he's
2: English. Oh, yeah, he does you, really good, yeah. Hugh, Hugh Laurie is is a great English comedian. Uh, um, he's hilarious. I, for I love many him many years. He's great. Um, I, what, I tell you what, if you like Hugh Laurie. Have a look on YouTube for an old, um, I think it's like 1989 TV show called, what's it called? God damn it.
1: It's called God Damn It?
2: Oh man, that is fantastic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is a TV show around. Well, I, I uh, didn't know who he was. Jeeves, Jeeves and Worcester oh. is what it's called. Jeeves and Worcester. It's Hugh Laurie as Worcester, who's this very rich English guy at the turn of the century, and wow. Jeeves is Butler, who's played by Stephen Fry, and basically it's each episode is Worcester gets in trouble somehow, and Jeeves has to sort it out, wow. and it is hilarious absolutely funny as hell i'll have to look it up you hear that ladies and gentlemen look that up but
1: all right so hopefully uh barris can be back next next program who knows who knows, who knows? i mean who he knows? did say he was ill and knowing him he like sc- scratched himself and now he's in the hospital
2: or he, something he, he looked at himself the wrong way in the mirror. And now he is COVID. <laughs> that, that, that could happen to him. I tell you. Um,
1: hey, for those of you that have been listening to us for a number of years, I swear that boy, he did get COVID. And now I tease him about this. I teased him about it. And then I started to say there's some truth to this, that ever since he got COVID, he hasn't been right. Because remember, he got COVID. He was sick for a while. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he bumped his leg like literally like if bumped it as if you were like bumped it off of your end table or something in your house. And then he had to go into the hospital for what a week because it swelled up or something. And then he he came home and then he was at work and what he scratched himself. And then his arm ballooned up where he was in the, he was in hospital for like a week. And then there's been other weird things, you know, and I'm like, now what do you? He would send us a picture. Remember, I'm in the hospital again. Yeah, I went. Damn, are you trying to break the king's record here? You know, I mean, good, good lord.
2: No one can break the king's record. No. no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so if you would like to hear King Logan and more of our programs,
2: well, bring of them. course they want to hear more of King Logan.
1: <laughs> if you want to hear more of King Logan.
2: Please visit
1: Ring-the-bell-radio.com. Click the big No, 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 Echo. Yes. Click the big red button that says listen to the podcast, and you will see our whole library of shows there. You can also go to Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music. That's right, Amazon Music, right?
2: I know some, so music.
1: Amazon uh, or your favorite podcasting platform, we will be there. You can listen to us. Send us uh, your love mail or hate mail, or send us your bearish mail at ringthebellradio at gmail.com. You can also message us on the X, or yeah. did we say we're still calling it Twitter?
2: I'm just calling it Tweet Twee.
1: It's called the, the Tweet Tweets, the Twitter, um, or Instagram. You can direct message us there, and you, you know, and, and have a have a comment send it to us and you never know we might read it on the air we've done that before we've been known to do that before does so there any kingly wisdom over there before we get going
2: yes hello my wonderful and adoring fans I know you're here for some kingly wisdom so here it is give to charity but only if that charity gives to you.
1: With that being said, I know who I am, the king knows who he is, you know who you are, so we will see you next time.
2: Why not?